lift up your hands with me we want to pray for our motherland Ghana we want to ask God to pour his peace prosperity Lord protection protect our bodies in the name of Jesus protect businesses in this land protect individuals in this land Lord safeguard your churches in the land safeguard your people your children in the land in the name of Jesus somebody lift up your voice as we pray for our motherland Ghana lift up your voice as we pray in the name of Jesus today as Ghana celebrates independence Lord we lift up Ghana before you we lift up Ghana before you in the name of Jesus secure our bodies secure our bodies shield us from evil shield us from evil shield us from evil in the name of Jesus pour your prosperity pour your prosperity prosper your people Lord Trust by your children, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray for your churches in the land. We pray for your pastors in the land. We pray for your children in the land. In the name of Jesus, uphold them, Lord. Uphold them, Lord. With the power of your hands, uphold them, Lord. With the power of your word. In the name of Jesus, let there be peace. Let there be peace. We pray for the politicians, the leaders, we pray for our president, we pray for our citizens of the earth, we pray for our parliamentarians, we pray for our legislators, we pray for our judiciary, we pray for our executive, Lord secure them, Lord secure them, Lord secure them, in the name of Jesus, Lord of in the name of Jesus. Now we want to lift up Ukraine before God we want to pray God lift up your hand upon this nation we have branches there we have church members there we have the people of God there Lord lift up your hand and let this war cease in the name of Jesus blow your wind and let this war cease let there be ceasefire Lord let there be ceasefire Lord let there be ceasefire, Lord. Lift up your voice as we pray for the land of Ukraine. Pray for the land of Ukraine. Pray for the country of Ukraine. And all the countries around Ukraine. In the name of Jesus. I am that emotion. Save your people. Save your people. Save your people. In the name of Jesus. I am the emotion. We also want to pray for Russia. Any evil spirit stirring the leadership of Russia. Father, we want to pray. Let the Holy Spirit intervene. Because demons whisper into people's ears and they take decisions. Whenever demons gather, they gather people to war. They gather people to fight. They gather people to destroy themselves. Father, we want to pray 
for the land of Russia and its leadership. Father, send forth your spirit and cause another spirit to whisper to them. Cause your Holy Spirit to whisper to them. Let their mind change. Let their decision to war change. In the name of Jesus, lift up Russia and the leadership of Russia before God. Lift up your voice and pray for Russia and the leadership of Russia. In the name of Jesus, let the Holy Spirit influence them. Holy Spirit influence them. Holy Spirit influence them. Holy Spirit influence them. In the name of Jesus, we bind the spirit of war. We bind the decision to war. We bind the evil spirit that stands before the fight. We bind the evil spirit that stands gather people to fight. In the name of Jesus, I am the rebel Lord, we pray. We pray for Russia. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 140 verse 2 The Bible says well, Let's start from verse 1 Deliver me O Lord from the evil man Preserve me from the violent man Which imagine mischief in their heart Continually are gathered together for war There is something that brings people's mind to war And that's what we are praying about Hallelujah I say hallelujah In Revelation chapter 19 verse 19 and I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his enemy. There are demons that gather people to war and we bind that demon in the name of Jesus. We bind that demon in the name of Jesus. We bind that demon in the name of Jesus. We bind that demon in the name of Jesus. Father, have your way. We commit our service into your hands. Let everyone be blessed. Let everyone be touched. Let the entrance of your world bring light. Let there be an encounter with your spirit in the world. In the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone will shout, Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, I said for the Lord. And you may be sitting. Hallelujah. Wish somebody a happy Independence Day. Say a happy Independence Day. Hey, Ghana is growing up. How, how old is Ghana today? 65. Very soon, Ghana will retire at 70. Hey! At 65, we can't even pay our people. Lord, have mercy on us. No, Lord, have mercy on us. Amen. And that is why you need to be serious in the kingdom of God. Because when you are serious with the kingdom of God, you don't depend on the kingdoms of the world. No matter who is the president, no matter which government is in power, it does not affect you. Because you operate with the kingdom of heaven. That's why the Bible says, pray that thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That means that let the will of heaven overshadow the will of earth. Overshadow the will of earth. Amen. Put your hands together one more time. Today we have enjoyed beautiful ministrations. 
beautiful, beautiful ministration. I want to implore you. We want to push our time back a little so that we can close early. So if you are called to minister a group, whatever, can somebody get us a countdown clock? Five minutes. Five minutes. We flag you. Pa. Then, because if we do five minutes for everybody, maybe from starts ten minutes. But the rest, five, 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 five minutes. So when you are doing your rehearsal, minister within five minutes. After five minutes, we mute you. Then we are off. We need a countdown. So when they are singing, they can see. I got two minutes. I got 30 seconds. I got 20 seconds. Then pa. Yeah, but because we want to close it. I want to start preaching at 11 instead of 11.30. So we are trying to revise. You know, prayer starts. Prayer, some 10 minutes prayer. You know, praise and worship. 20 minutes is enough for you. If they won't come and dance, we dance to our God. 20 minutes. So 10 to 10, 10, we pray. We come and fire prayer. Those who are always late for prayer. 10, 10 to 10, 30, praise and worship continue. 10, 30, we start all ministration. Dancing starts. You must be here by 11, uh, 10, 30. You need to be here for the prayer and the worship time. All choir and other singing groups and film stars and all that, please try and be here. So that by 11, I want to preach. Then I can preach. No, the word of God is very important. We are all gathered because of him who is the word. So that I can have at least one hour to meet. Because within the one hour is communion, is this, is that. Then we take offering and all that. So that the offering and other things. Today we are going to do graduation for new believers and those who did water baptism a week ago. So we are doing, and today too is the first Sunday of the month. And therefore we are going to cut a cake for all February bonds. So these activities can take time. And by the time we realize we are living here at 1 instead of 12.30. Okay, so please come early. Those of you who are chronic latecomers, change. Tell your neighbor, change. Amen. Beautiful. Well, we are blessed. For the whole month of February, we have been looking at sowing the seed of the word of God. And our anchor scripture has been Luke chapter 8, verse 11. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. And we looked at how to sow the seed of the word of God into our life. And the film stars dramatically showed how it is. Whenever you are empty, Satan is always whispering. You know, they were saying, make the call, make the call. Some of you, as soon as you start praying, now you hear, make the call, then you take the phone, then you make a call. By the time you make the call, another thing comes, another thing, and then you see that the quiet time you are about to do, it has landed you on Facebook. God punish the devil. It's very important. And you need to always keep on refusing and refuting the voice of the devil. You know, when Jesus went into the wilderness to fast and pray, the Bible said Satan was there tempting him. You think he was there physically like that. He's always around us, tempting us, all the time. By the time you realize you have ten stones into bread. Yes. Before you realize you are wearing your panty, you have ten stones into bread. While Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, you there, he said you are satisfying yourself with the bread. Because he comes all the time whispering to us, amen. All right. This month, I am launching another seed another seed this year is seed time and harvest and i told you last week there are four seasons that god put after the curse you know noah was the one who ended the first realm of curse god said in genesis chapter 8 verse number 20 when noah built an ark in verse number 18 
Then in verse number 20, the Bible says, God smelled the sacrifice. Noah built an, an altar unto the Lord, and the Lord and took every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offering on the altar. You see, always offer burnt offering. You know, after our conversion, Reverend Fan, I delved deeply to check about these altars. And I realized that, look, the Bible times, the people were serious about building altar. I saw that when somebody travels and comes, he builds an altar. Yes. He builds an altar to thank God for safety. Well, anything that God does for people, or people do whatever, people go for war, they come, they build an altar. People do something, they build an altar. We, we don't like building altars. All right. Build altars. I developed that habit. The amount is not what counts, but the principle. The principle and the covenant is what counts. Yeah, that's what counts. That means this week you have traveled out of Tamale, you have come. Look for a seed. Come and put it, put it in an envelope, come and drop it on the altar. You are building an altar. As soon as you build an altar, look at what happened. And the Lord smelled the sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground. Because the ground is cursed. Anytime you build an altar, you break out of that curse. Anytime you build an altar, you break out. I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. That's why tomorrow I'm having a camp with the youth. Because the imagination starts from the youth. Evil continually from the youth. And then it starts from there in the moves. And then he said, Neither will I again smite anymore every living thing as I have done. Verse 22. And then he declared, that while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall never cease. And last week I said, you can't do anything about day and night. Yeah. This morning when I woke up, I realized I needed some more sleep. I wish I can push the night a little more. But I can't do anything about it. No, day and night you can't do anything about it. Neither can you do anything about cold and heat. If I can do something by this time, I will let snow come right now so that the weather will be. I can't do anything about cold and heat. Neither can I do anything about summer and winter. Nothing. I can't do. I would have brought Russia and Ukraine right here. I mean, the weather in Russia, not Russia, mine, but the weather. <laughs> it's cold. It's chilling there. I'll bring that weather right now in Tamale, especially Burkina Faso and Mali. They are the hottest country in the world. The hottest country in the world, Mali and Burkina Faso. So you can't do anything about these four seasons. But there is a season you can do something about, which is seed time and harvest. That one is in your hand. It's not in God's hand. It's in your hand. When you don't sow, no harvest come. You create your harvest by sowing your seed. When you delay in sowing your seed, no harvest comes. Hallelujah. So that's why we must be serious about this. And it's not just a team for this year. It's a team for every year. It's a team as long as the earth remains. I said it's a team as long as the earth remains. As long as the earth is in place and you are in place, it's a team for you. So it was last year. It was two years team. It was three years ago's team. It is next year's team. You must take it very seriously. It will never cease. It will ne- God is not changing his mind about it. It will never cease. It will never cease. Hallelujah. In fact, there's a scripture that says that if you can change the covenant, that there should be no day 
and nine. Then my covenant with David, I will change it. If you can change that one, I can change it. But it will never cease. It's something that's going to come continually. And that's why this year, I mean this particular month of March, I want to introduce another seed. Last month, we sowed the seed of the word of God. And one of the effects or the harvest of the seed of the word of God is that it prevents pain and hurt. Many of the pain and hurt is because we don't, we can't see that chairs are arranged here. Because the whole world is darkness. So as you are going, ah! If you had known, you wouldn't have said yes to that boy. You didn't know, you didn't see well. And it is only the light of the word of, the word of God that turns on the light. Psalm 119 verse 130, the entrance of thy word, or sowing the seed of the word, it bringeth light, and it brings understanding to the simple. The word simple there is a fool. The Bible has a nice way of saying it, but actually it's fool. It brings understanding to somebody who is Some of the decisions you take, if you realize that, Charlie, if you have seen it, where you took a foolish decision, only that we can't say that you are a fool. So the Bible says simple. So tell somebody, it may be a simple decision you took. <laughs> hey, Psalm 119 verse 130. The one at you must be very fast with me. Okay? Beautiful. Well, this month, this month, and, and you must sow the seed of the word of God. Let it enter into you. We said that the principal way is through quiet time. Quiet time. And I give you three sources of the word of God. The Bible, a book, like a book I'm holding, a book, and then a message, the messages, which you can find on the podcast. The podcast, instead of listening to uh, foolish songs and all that, listen to the podcast. My ears are always busy. I'm always listening to one message or another. Yes, last Sunday, Bishop Doug made that song, The Lord I God in the midst of thee. He made it come alive. I played it over and over and over and over. When? I mean, when he came on the stage, he made them to introduce the song again. And it was beautiful. Beautiful. I realized that that song, you can use it for your quiet time. Let it play. Let it play. It's too nice. It's too nice. The word of God must enter to prevent hurt, pain. Many of us can't even stop sin because of the word of God. It's not there. You can't, if the word of God is not there, you can never stop sin. Why? Psalm 119 verse 30. 119 verse 30. Is it 30? No, um, it's not 30. 119 verse, um, thy word have I hid in my heart. Verse what? Verse 8. Verse, no, verse 130 is the entrance of thy word. 11, yes. Psalm 119 verse 11. Go there quickly. Yes. Thy word have I sown in my heart. Hid in my heart, be sown, so that I will not sin again. Many of the sin is because there is no word. Have you seen the earth they were acting? You can see if the word of God is not there, that guy would have fallen. The word was there and so the demon couldn't enter. When you hide the word there and you saw the word there, sin cannot enter. Bible said, let no man say that I am tempted of God, for God does not tempt any man. Every man is tempted when he is drawn by his own lust. Lust. And then the last lead to other things before you realize. So before you fornicate, series of things take place. Before. When the word of God is there, it cannot enter. Because the word of God has already entered. I have sown the word of God in my heart so that I will not sin against you. From today, you are immune from every sin in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Now, 
This month, March, hey, my time is already gone. I've not started preaching, but it's gone. I am introducing to you the seed of the gospel. Somebody say the seed of the gospel. The seed of the gospel. And that gives us our scripture for this month or for this Sunday, which is Second Timo chapter two, verse verse eight. Second Timo, Second Timothy chapter two, verse eight. Second Timothy chapter two. This month, uh, this year, all the scriptures we are looking for, uh, we are be looking at and learning is about seed and harvest, seed and harvest. And there are countless scriptures about seed and harvest. In fact, the whole kingdom of heaven operates on seed and harvest. The whole kingdom. Everything about the kingdom of God is seed and harvest. So this scripture says, shall we all read it together? Ready, go. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 8. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Again, Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 8. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. For the last time, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 8, remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Amen. What you see in this scripture says that Jesus is a seed that can be sown. And it can be sown through your gospel. Say my gospel. My gospel. Everybody must have his gospel. Paul said that my gospel. You too, you must have your gospel. Every Christian must have his gospel. Bishop has a new book called um, Be Saviors of Men. And in that book, he shares about the gospel according to John, the gospel according to Matthew. I'm surprised. I mean, when I read the book, I read that, hey, so there's gospel according to, and gospel according to you too. You too must have your gospel. The gospel according to you. So Paul said, according to my gospel, Jesus Christ who is the seed of David, was raised from the dead. Amen. So this month, we are looking at the seed of the gospel. How to sow the seed of the gospel. And the book for the month is this book. Tell them. 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. 120 reasons. Why, if you need 120 reasons before. You see, this book is trying to tell you that no matter the excuse, there are more reasons than your excuse. Why you must be a soul winner. Many people have too many excuses. But 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. Amen. Amen. Alright. This morning is my introduction. I will not really preach from the book. So I'm going to give you some few points for the introduction. Then next week we will enter into the book. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Tell your neighbor, do you have a gospel? Do you have a gospel? Do you have a gospel? You must have a gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus is a seed. Jesus is a seed. Look at the verse number 9. Verse 9. He says, Wherein I suffer trouble. Through the gospel, Paul said that I'm suffering. I suffer trouble. In planting the seed. Every farmer knows how hard it is to plow the land and to sow a seed. It's not a simple thing. But I tell you that sowing the seed of Jesus Christ is the most easiest and cheapest seed to sow. It's, it's cheap to sow, even though it's difficult. It's the most easiest. If you think your life is not going well and you don't have money to sow a seed, 
you know the reason why we always sow a seed when there are problems that will not go away is because money answers all things it means money the seed of money can answer every issue anytime this year you are having a problem that won't go away there is something you have prayed about that won't break through add money as a seed and sow it sow money Cornelius prayed and prayed and prayed and he gave arms. As soon as he sowed the seed, no, then an angel appeared and said, thy arms and thy prayers have ascended. It was only prayers. It was not going anywhere. When he added arms, no, then it got to heaven. So whatever is a stubborn problem in your life, locate a seed and sow. Especially this year of seed time. Locate it. And I'm telling you, a seed, it doesn't matter the amount. It can be 20 seeds, it can be 10. It doesn't matter. Some people have the ability to sow 1,000. 500 whatever it doesn't matter whatever seed you can sow start from where you can start from and so and so if you have prayed about something over and over and you are not seeing answers hey sow a seed sow a seed sow a seed sow a seed and you see that something will give away a seed is able to stop every curse add a noah seed stop the curse so god has changed my mind i won't curse the world the earth again I won't catch the earth again. Hallelujah. So Paul said, I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even unto bounds, but the word of God is not bound. Verse 10. Look at verse 10. Look at verse 10. Then he said, therefore I endure all things. Paul was saying that I know the harvest of this seed. Because of that, I endure all things. What is the harvest? So for the elect's sake, so that people will not go to hell sake, for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain salvation. So the result of the seed of Jesus Christ is salvation. When you take Jesus Christ and you sow it into the heart of people, the result is salvation. The reason why we are not getting many people saved and coming to church is because the church is not sowing the seed of Jesus Christ. They are not sowing the seed. And the seed of Jesus Christ can be sown through the gospel. That's why I'm calling the seed of the gospel. And I'll teach you about the harvest the result when you engage in this and everybody is going to engage in it everybody is going to engage in it when you engage in it seriously as a covenant a covenant the second sunday of every month is going to be our covenant day of salvation salvation sunday where everybody will bring a soul look it's going to be a covenant a covenant is god i've done my part you to do your part bring a soul as a covenant Come, he said, prove me that way and see. Bring that soul. Every second Sunday of the month is Salvation Sunday. It's going to be a covenant day where we come to meet God with our seed. That seed is a soul. That seed is a soul. And you bring that seed and thank God and see. And see what God will do in your life. Amen. In Revelation chapter 22, he said that there was a tree planted by the riverside. That tree bears 12 manner of fruit. Every month, one, one fruit. Every month, one It shows you that if you were a Christian, God is expecting you as a tree of life to bring forth a soul at least every month. One soul every month. In the year one March, you have not brought, not just a while late, but this time you should be having three. By this time you should be having three. So even if you, you knew it and it's late, it's not late. You can start. Next Sunday is our salvation Sunday. Everybody is bringing at least one soul. Every basenta is bringing at least three people. Every basenta is bringing at least three people. Every, cent, every um, 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 center must bring at least 12 people. 
every region must bring at least um, 12 times 4 is what? Yes, we are, look, we are multiplying the seeds. So everybody must get involved. And you personally make it as a covenant. God is a covenant. Covenant. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And it's right. And these things, eh, you, you, there are things you don't pray for. There are, you, if you take covenant seriously, you see that it's not everything we pray about. There are things we don't pray about. God himself will do it for you when you do your part. Amen. I don't know how I got into this. All right. And let's look at um, Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 9. Jesus, God created heaven and earth. Beautiful. The earth was without form. And the, the Bible says, and the Spirit of God moved. And God spoke things and created things beautifully. And on the sixth day, God created man and put man in charge of his creation. God was enjoying man. He would come to man and have fellowship with man. There is a book called The Fall of Lucifer. When you read that book, you realize that one of the reasons why Lucifer fell and became Satan was because of man. He hated man. He saw that God has turned his attention on man. That's why the scripture in Psalms says, Who is man? That you are so mindful of him. Satan saw that God has, is adoring man. In that book, you read it and Satan, well, Lucifer, stared some of the angels and said, No, God has turned his attention from us. Look at this mortal sin, earth. He has turned his attention on earth. In fact, at the point which broke Lucifer's heart was when God knelt down and breathed into the nostril of man. He realized that no, 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 no. No, no, no. The intimacy is too much. God loved this man too much. And so Satan's agenda was to cause man to fall from day one. From day one. You, re- you read that book and you realize that the day God introduced man for the first time, all the angels in heaven gathered. And God unveiled man. And when God unveiled man, everybody knelt down with the exception of Lucifer. He won't kneel down. He said, I can't kneel down before this thing. And he stood up. And when he stood up, one third of his angels, who, which was under his command, also stood up. Because Michael was in charge of one, Gabriel was in charge of the other one, and then uh, he, Lucifer, was in charge of one third. And that's why the one third rose up and fought. And Michael and his people also rose up and fought. And then Lucifer was thrown down. And when he came down, his agenda was man. He vowed to destroy man and the creation and everything that has been put under man. And that's why he used the woman and tempted the woman and then he fell. From then, everything got spoiled. Now, God had lost his son. Adam was the first son of God by creation. God has lost. He has lost everything. He told man, reproduce so that I have many sons. But man has fallen. Anything that man will reproduce will be sin. Anytime man will reproduce in sin, is sin. So now God has lost his creation. What should he do? Then look at this scripture. The Bible says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that by the grace of God should taste death for every man, which is the penalty of sin for every man. Verse 10. For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things in bringing many sons so now god wanted many sons what did he do he took the seed of jesus christ and planted him by suffering and death and then he got many sons bible says he bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering so that scripture that says that for god so loved the world god took jesus christ and sowed him as a seed and got many sons 
So John chapter 1 verse 12 says, As many as believed him, to them, as many as received him, to them that would believe him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. So now we have all become the children of God through one seed Jesus Christ that was planted. And the more we plant Jesus into the heart of people, the more sons and daughters God will, will raise for God. Are you excited? Are you happy? Hallelujah. That is why this man we must be wild. We are going to sow the seed of the gospel, the seed of Jesus Christ through preaching of the gospel, through the gospel, so that many, many, many sons will be raised to God. Galatians chapter 4 verse 4. Galatians 4 4. But when the fullness of time was come, God planted a son. He sent forth a son. That means he planted forth a son made of a woman, made under the law. Verse 5. To redeem or to save them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. So he took Jesus and planted him, and immediately we all entered in. Me and you, we wouldn't have entered, but we are the harvest of the seed that God planted through Jesus Christ. And so the more we plant Jesus into other, more sons will be got. This whole place must be full. Today I said that no COVID arrangement. We are full so that we see that we are half. Yes, so that we see that we have not worked. Every seat you see is a seat for a son or a daughter of God who has not yet come. And it is our duty to go and plant Jesus Christ so that they come. Hallelujah. Now, how do you sow this seed of Jesus Christ? How? How? Number one, you sow this seed of Jesus Christ by becoming a preacher of the gospel. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 8, he said that, um, the scripture that we just learned, he said that, remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. According to my gospel. If Paul had not preached the gospel, this salvation wouldn't have come. So everybody must have a gospel to preach. Amen. Everybody must become a gospel preacher. When Jesus stood in Matthew chapter um, 28 verse 18, the Bible says, and Jesus came and spoke to them and said, all power in heaven and earth is given unto me. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have taught you. And lo, I am with you always. It was a command not to judge the 12 disciples. If it was a command to judge the 12 disciples, then all the blessings that come with it, we will never be a partaker of it. But it's a commandment to all of us. Here, Jesus was instructing us to also go into all the world and preach. And preach. And preach. Mark chapter 16, verse number 15. Mark chapter 16, verse number 15. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It's a commandment for us to go into the whole world and preach the gospel to every creature. So in, in Acts chapter 8, Verse number five, we saw Philip. The Bible says Philip went down to Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Ask somebody, where is your Samaria? Everybody must have a city he works in. That is why the regions in our churches have been, have been named cities. So in this particular service, we have what? Jerusalem region, Judea region, Samaria region, Decapolis region, Bethlehem region. And then in the first time we have Galilee, Nazareth, Hebron. All these regions are there. Because he went down to Samaria. You must go to your Jerusalem. Go to your Samaria. 
Go to your Galilee. Go to where your region is and preach Christ unto them. Preach Christ unto them. You, if you are sitting in this church and you are not part of a region, Charlie, I fear for you. A day a problem will rise. Nobody will mind you. It's not that we are Pashia. That somebody is doing naming, then the region will come, they will present it. Maybe when I was doing anything, nobody mind. Because you are not in anything. You are not in anything. Everybody in the church must belong to two things. Number one, a region. Number two, a basunta. In the region, you belong to a center. In the center, there is a basenta there, and that's where you belong. So you must be in a basenta as well as a basunta. The basuntas are the people who work on Sunday. Dancing stars, film stars, uh, media, uh, uh, um, communion stars, singing stars, the choir. All those things are basunta, and you must be part of them. You can't sit and then it's like you have come for an entertainment and you are watching them and clapping and shouting, hello, God punish the devil. You must belong to one. You must belong to one of them. Amen. So Philip went down to Samaria and preached Christ. This week I commission you to go to your Samaria. Go to your Jerusalem. Go to your Judea. Go to your Bethlehem. Go to the place where you are and preach Christ unto them. Preach Christ unto them. Amen. So sow the seed of the gospel. Eh, pastor, hmm, you have said it to me. I don't know how to preach. Don't worry. I'm going to take you through four simple steps. Four simple steps. With four scriptures that you can use. Number one, when you meet somebody. First, you must pray before you go. But when you meet somebody, the first thing that you must tell the person is that. John, um, um, Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory. That's your first scripture you use. Everybody has sinned. If the person says he has not sinned, ask him whether he has lied before. Ask him whether he has stolen before. Ask him. And you realize that, Charlie, of all the things, you know that one is, one is correct. And if Bible says, if you, if you, 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 um, you trail in one law, you are trailing all of them. All. So maybe you don't fornicate, you don't lie, you don't cheat, you don't, but you bear false witness. It means that you are all of them. No, every thief is a liar. It's a murderer. You don't know. Yes, oh, it, it's a chain. It's a chain. So tell the person. The Bible says in Romans 3, 23, that for all have sinned and come short of the glory. You have come short of the glory of God. That means that you can't enter into the glory. You can't enter into heaven because you are falling short of it. Then tell the person that Romans 6, 23 says, for the wages, the penalty, the salary of that sin that you have committed is death. And that death is not that you'll be 70 years, you die. No, 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 no. It's dying and going to hell. But tell him that the second part of the scripture says, but the gift of God is eternal. God has a gift for you, and that gift is eternal life. Tell him that that gift is Jesus Christ. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have eternal life or everlasting life. That is that gift. How do I receive the gift? Tell him that you can receive the gift by believing in your heart and confessing Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Hallelujah. So you give these four scriptures and after that you pray with the person. For if he does shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus that, uh, and, and believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead, he shall be saved. For with their heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with their mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Do you believe it? Do you accept him? He said, Yes. Then you pray with him. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my life. 
I believe I'm a sinner. Forgive me for all my sins. I receive Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. I thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Then you invite the person to church. That's all. You have preached the gospel with scriptures. You with scriptures. So get involved in preaching the gospel. God bless you that you know how to do a lot of things. Abound in this grace also. Abound in this grace also. Abound in this grace also. God bless you that you are a good student. Be a good preacher too. You are a good manager. You are a good director. Eh? Be, be abound in this one also. Everything that you are good in, do this one also. Look, it is, it is, it is very important that you know how to preach. It's very important. Very, very important. Very, very important. And use these four simple steps and you'll be a preacher of the gospel. Somebody say amen. amen. Beautiful. Then, how can I get involved? How can I get involved? How can I get involved? The second way by which you can get involved in sowing this seed is become a witness. Somebody say a witness. A witness. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it says, Ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses of me. That word witness means somebody who speaks for another about something that he has seen. You witness. You witness. You are a witness of the things that God is doing. God is doing. You are a witness. You speak about the things that Jesus Christ has done in your life. If you can't preach with scriptures, at least testify. Testify. That is what I call it. Become a come and see agent. I can't preach, but I can tell people, come and see what God has done in my life. Yes, come and see what God has done in my life. Can't you do that one? Come and see. In Mark chapter 5, from verse number um, 19. Or let's start from verse um, verse 17. Mark 5. This is when Jesus Christ had had an encounter with the madman of Gadara and he has cast out the demons. You see, it's the demons in him that was making him behave the way he was behaving. So it's some demons in you that makes you to lie the way you lie. So when you meet Jesus, that demon go away. So after an encounter with, the, with Jesus Christ, that demon was cast away. And what happened? And they began to pray him. Okay, this one, they told him that Jesus should depart. Look at verse 18. And when he was come into the ship, so Jesus was now going, the people said that Jesus had cast the demons into their pigs. That's why some people say they don't eat pigs. We cast them out and we eat. <laughs> Hallelujah. And when he was come, so now Jesus was leaving. So when he was come into the ship, the madman, the one who was possessed with the devil, he came and prayed him that, Lord, I want to be, I want to join your disciples. I want to be with you. And Jesus did not suffer. Look at verse 19. And how be Jesus suffered him not. But he said unto him, Go to thy friends. Go to thy friends. And tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee. In other words, go and tell them. Everybody has friends. Go home to your friends and tell them. This week we are all going home to our friends and tell them what God is doing in your life. Unless the salvation that you have received is not real. You yourself, you have not changed. Yeah. If you have not changed, it's difficult for people to come and see. Because uh-huh. people don't want to become the way you are. So you must change the way you are. 
this man of madman, the demon had gone. He had become a child. In fact, the Bible says, when they came and saw him sitting down and clothed, they marveled. The Bible says they were all afraid. People must see you and marvel. Hey! Why would you boy we burn the palm and son of what's say? Yeah, people must see and wonder. But they can see a great change in your life. They marveled. So he was able to go and tell the people how that God had done great things and that he had compassion on him. Hallelujah. Become a come and see agent. In John chapter 4, when the woman of Samaria met Jesus Christ, and they were discussing about worship. And the people, he asked the woman, I see you, are, I perceive you are a prophet. Okay, I mean, our people say we must worship here. But you Jews say that it's this place, Jerusalem, we must worship. And Jesus said, the time has come when people, it's neither here nor there that people worship. But people worship God in spirit and truth. Verse 24, he said, a time is coming when uh, um, the true worshiper will worship God in spirit and in truth. And Jesus asked me a question. I think... And he asked, go and bring your husband. He said, I don't have any husband. I said, true, you don't have a husband. You have had five already. Even the sixth one that you are with, no? you are just staying with her and blowing her. He, he's just blowing you, but you are, he's not married to you. Then the, the woman said, it's true, it's true, you are a prophet, you are a prophet. Hey! He has not married you, he's blowing you. Ah... Hmm. Uh, Jesus knows things so. I say he has not married you, but he's blowing you. So the, the, the woman said, I, I don't have a husband. I say, that's it. You have said the truth. You have said the truth. Hallelujah. Go down, go down. Verse 20, 25. Then the woman said unto him, I know that the Messiah comes, which is Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. He said, I am he. I am the one that you are speaking to. The Messiah you are looking for, I am he that speaks to you. Then verse 27. Upon this, the disciples came, and they were marveling while Jesus was talking to this strange woman. Verse 28. And the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city. I tell you that everybody must have a city. Aha. Uh-huh. You will see that all the people who were into soul winning had cities. If you don't belong to any region in this church, then you can't be effective. He, she went into the city and said unto the man, Come and see. Come and see. Come and see what the Lord. See, come see a man which ever told me all the things I've ever done. Can this be the Messiah? Can this be him? And the Bible says, and they went out of the city and came unto him. Next Sunday, you are bringing your whole city to the Lord. I said, next week Sunday, you are bringing your whole city to the Lord. You can't preach, be a come and see agent. Just as people are insurance agent, become a come and see agent. In John chapter 1, from verse number 26, as I end with this one. There are more, but I want to end with this one. John chapter 1, verse 38, sorry. John 1 38. Then Jesus turned and saw. This is when Jesus Christ had gone to uh, John the Baptist and John the Baptist, two of his disciples. 
John and Andrew. Jesus turned and saw that they were following him. So he asked, what do you want? He said, Master. We, they said, Rabbi, which is to say, be interpreted, Master, where dwellest thou? And Jesus said, come and see. Jesus said, come and see. Jesus was the first come and see agent. Come and see. Come and see. Then they came and saw. And the Bible said when they came, they abode with him a day because it was the 10th hour. The 10th hour means it was 4 p.m. When you go to um, the Swahili areas, Kenya, Tanzania, and all that, they use the Bible time. 10 means 4 p.m. So when I went there first, I invited somebody to church and I told him the church starts at 9. The person came 3. I said, ah, I mean, why at 9 o'clock you have come 3 o'clock? I said, oh, you, you, you said Satisa. Satisa means 9. And 9 means 3. Yes, so that place, the clock is 10 upside down. Or we rather have 10 the clock upside down. Because 6 o'clock is 12 and 12 is 6. Yeah, so I should have said, I'm inviting you and other you should come at 3. If I said 3, you would have come at 9. Hmm, that's how their time is. So when they got there, it was the 10th hour. So when the Bible says 11th hour, the Bible means 5 p.m. That is the 11th hour, 5 p.m. So they bought Jesus. And then look at what happened in the, verse, the first verse. Then one of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first finded his own brother. I'm sure everybody has a brother. You must go and look for your brother. So he went to look for his brother, Simon. He said, come, come, come. Yeah, we have found the Messiah. We have found the Messiah. We've been interpreted the Christ. And then look at him. Next verse. And he brought him unto Jesus. Next Sunday, you will, brought your, you will bring your brothers to Jesus. And you are bringing all your brothers to Jesus. He brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Ah, you are Simon, the son of Jonah. He has not seen him before, but as soon as he saw, he mentioned his name. Simon, the son of Jonah. That shall be called Cephas, which is stone. So the Hebrew for Peter is Cephas, which means stone, rock. Rock. Then the next verse. The day following, Jesus will go for into Galilee. Have you seen that Jesus is moving to city? He has moved into Galilee. He moved into Galilee and finally Philip and said unto him, follow me. Now Philip was of Bethsaida. Have you seen that? Philip also has a city. Philip has a city, Bethsaida city. Bethsaida city where he was operating. Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip find Nathaniel and said unto him, we have found him. People always look for others and tell them, come, come and see, we have found him. We have found him. We have found him. Whom Moses in the law and the prophet did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathaniel said, you always meet Nathaniels. They don't believe easily. It's not here. Uh-huh. Nathaniel said, can anything good come from Jesus is the answer, church? That's what Nathaniel said. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Nazareth region, Bethlehem, can anything good come? And then what did he say? He said, come and see. <laughs> come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming to him and said, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom 
is no God. And Nathaniel said, hey, who knew me? Where do you know me from? I said, oh, before Philip called you when you were under the tree, I saw you. I saw you. The way you were arguing with Philip under the I saw you. <laughs> said, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the, the king of Israel. Then he said, oh, oh, because I said this thing, you, you, no, you are, come, 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 you will see mighty things. You will see great and wonderful things that you have never seen before. You will see wonderful things that you have never seen before. Hallelujah. So you will see greater things. Greater things. Greater things. So if you can't preach, become what? A come and see agent. Go around and tell people, come and see. 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 I can't preach, but I can be a come and see agent for the gospel of Jesus Christ to go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Hallelujah. Tomorrow, next Sunday, everybody is bringing a soul. A covenant. It's your covenant with the Lord. And it's going to repeat every month. The second Sunday of every month, you are entering a covenant with God for a soul. If you can bring two, that is powerful. It means even the one in uh, April, you are crossed. Yes. At least one. But what they cut January in February. So if you bring two, at least it, it covers. Be a soul winner. I'm going to talk to you about the harvest. The things you get when you become a soul winner. Many people don't know the harvest of soul winning. That's why many people joke with souls. Yeah, you joke with souls. Soul winning. Soul winning. Luke chapter 19 verse 10. The son of man, when he came, he did nothing. He came to seek and to save that which is all. That is all his mission. That is all his mission. Be an ardent soul winner this month. And the month after. Throughout the whole year. The seed that you are going to sow, one of the seeds is the seed of souls. You are bringing souls to the Lord and see what God will do in your life. God bless you. Stand to your feet and clap your hands for the Lord. You want to pray. Lift up your hands and pray. Pray and say, in the name of Jesus, God, make me a soul winner. Put into my heart a burning desire for souls this week, this month, in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. You will not miss your reward. You will not miss your reward. You will not miss your reward. As you become an ardent soul winner. An ardent soul winner. Burning soul winner. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Rando shake it. So winner, you'll be a serious soul winner, a convicted soul winner in the name of Jesus. Bandarabosha, you mandiandorobosa, you will sow the seed through the gospel. Paul said, I have given birth to you, I have harvested you through the seed of my gospel, through the seed of my gospel. This week you are empowered to go out there and become a soul winner. A soul winner. One soul for the Lord. One new person for the Lord. Make a covenant right now with your prayer. Make a covenant with the Lord. Lord, help me as I step out this week to bring at least one person to you in the name of Jesus. As I step out this week, may I bring at least one person to you next Sunday in the name of Jesus. May I be a covenant soul winner, a covenant soul winner, a covenant soul winner. All your blessings are embedded in the souls you win. 
may God empower you may God empower you may God empower you may God empower you to be a soul winner this week in the name of Jesus Father thank you we bless you now as every head bow every eye close you are here maybe somebody invited you Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 it is appointed unto man once to die after that judgment is going to follow judgment is going to follow are you ready for judgment today in two minutes time can you say to yourself you are ready in ten minutes time can you say that you are ready if the seed of Jesus Christ is not in your heart my dear it is dangerous you can't stand before that judgment seat if you are here like that you want me to pray with you so that you receive the seed of jesus into you lift up your right hand. i'm going to pray with you pastor pray with me i want to be born again pastor pray with me i don't want to choke with my life anymore jesus christ of the seed of david was raised from the dead according to the gospel today i want to give my life to Jesus. if you have lifted up your right hand just come to me right now come to me i'm here i'm standing here waiting for you don't joke with it don't joke with it don't choke with it don't choke with it wherever you are wherever you are be convicted in your heart thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord anybody else want to join look at me my brother look at me look at me look at me today you have made the best decision of your life best decision when you get hold of the kingdom of god all other things shall follow i want you to lift up your two hands like that and pray this prayer after me say heavenly father I thank you for today I know I'm a sinner have mercy on me from today I believe with all my heart that Jesus is the son of God and that God raised him from the dead for my salvation I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior from today I will serve him all the days of my life thank you Lord for this opportunity in jesus name amen father thank you for this once thank you for the blessing of salvation through the seed of the gospel of jesus christ we thank you lord in jesus name amen all right you see our brothers over here waving please follow them just go to them they will speak to you shortly and you come clap your hands for them clap your hands for them every region must have a representative we don't know which region they are coming from so regional overseer make sure you have a representative so that no soul is missing all right next week when we have the salvation sunday the saturday will also be salvation saturday where all the people who want to be baptized we are going to baptize all of them that saturday so get ready for another salvation saturday coming on not this saturday but the following the following saturday hallelujah those who did it the other time today we are graduating them into another class amen ladies and gentlemen it is time with the prophet are you ready with time with the prophet you're not ready you don't have any all right beautiful but we are still ready amen take your communion quickly take your communion quickly thank you take your communion quickly Everybody take your communion. Believe in it. Bring mine up here. 
Thank you, Lord. I'm sure everybody has. Beautiful. All right. John chapter 6, verse 50. John 6, verse 50. John 6, verse 50. John 6, verse 50. You have your bread lift it up John chapter 6 verse 50 he says this is the bread what you hold in your hand is the bread which came down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die what kills people sicknesses diseases as this bread which is the body of Jesus enter into you any disease any sickness anything that is causing pain in your body is dying off in the name of Jesus this is the bread which came down from heaven that a man may eat and not die father bless this bread let it be indeed your body as we partake of it may anything that cut short life die in our body come out of our body in the name of Jesus ladies and gentlemen the body of Jesus Christ now the blood Exodus chapter 12 verse 12 for I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. And I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. And I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood, say then the blood, the blood, the blood shall be for you a token upon your house your body is that house he's talking about where you are and when i see the blood i will pass over you through this blood may every evil pass you over through the blood may any dangerous thing that is determined to kill you pass you over in the name of jesus through the blood may any evil any demon any demonic activity be blocked and pass you by in the name of jesus may the blood cover you that no demon will see you may this blood open door for you may this blood channel a new path for you in the name of jesus ladies and gentlemen the blood of jesus lift up your hands Yes. When I see the blood, I will pass you over. The blood has entered into you. Let demon pass you over. Let every evil disease pass you over. In the name of Jesus, let death pass you over. Somebody is owing and is not having a peace of mind. May God supernaturally cancel your death in the name of Jesus. 
may every death pass you over in the name of Jesus this blood protects it executes judgment on your enemies anything threatening your life threatening your marriage threatening your job threatening your business threatening your finances by this blood may judgment come upon them in the name of Jesus you are protected as you travel go and come go and come go may the blood secure your journey in the name of Jesus may you be secured in the name of Jesus may the blood secure your marriage secure your relationship secure your family secure your finances secure your job secure your life in the name of Jesus may that blood stir passion in you and may the seed of the gospel enter into you and may you be an ardent soul winner through this blood in the mighty name of Jesus I pray and everyone will shout Amen 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 Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated